This is Joe Basso with Music Radar, and you're listening to In Conversation with Chad Smith. In this installment, Chad talks to Rush guitarist Alex Leifson. The interview was recorded at the Sunset Marquee in Los Angeles. This is episode three of In Conversation, Chad Smith with Alex Leifson. That's, you know. Yeah, that first gig uh, in Hartford after coming back from all of that, you know, making a record. Oh, yeah, I mean... There were there were moments where we all came together and played and looked at each other and and I just had a lump in my throat. I could feel my eyes watering oh, and man. and uh, and then after the show, oh, all the emotions too. They just had to be. Oh yeah, like here we are. Like people, like, I'd look out in the audience and people were crying, crying. Oh. in the audience because they couldn't believe that it was happening <coughs> again and uh, and they understood felt the so pain and and everything that. That uh, he'd experienced, that we'd experienced, and I think in a way it kind of makes you more human and puts you on a on a on a, uh, a more common ground with your audience because everybody has terrible things that they deal with. Everybody, yeah. and yep. just because you're some big shot rock star doesn't mean you're immune yep. to having these awful tragedies in yep. your life. That's right. And it brings you closer, and yeah. and I think as a as a fan, it just strengthens your bond to these guys. I do it. Yeah, I do it. Sure it we were all. It was kind of. That's heavy, man. All huggy and. <laughs> yeah, but you know. It was very sweet. I mean, you guys have grown up together. You know, it's, it is, it goes way beyond. Oops. Oh, we need to like you know, yeah, just playing music together, and, you know, yeah, way beyond that. You know, it was really, it was interesting. I like to think that this would be the case with anybody that goes through this sort of thing. But when it happened, the band immediately became nothing. It had no importance right. whatsoever. It was all about helping our brother right. come back. From the from the edge, yeah. and I was at their house every day, you know, mm-hmm. after Selena had died, just helping Jackie mostly, and other people were helping Neil, and uh, and then when he was on his, you know, quest to find solace and peace, we kept in touch. We sent emails, we sent faxes whenever we could. Mm-hmm. He. He'd send cards, you know, postcards from Yeah, the postcards. Places. I remember reading about that in the book. You yeah. Know, you guys would get these crazy postcards. Yeah. <laughs> with like a couple lines on it and yeah. pictures. I'm okay. Right. right, right, right. But, but it, you know what? It does. I think that experience. Real life stuff. Yeah. Pale story. Then you make yeah. you really go, yeah. Just a fucking rock band for exactly. God's sake. Exactly. Exactly. People die, you know. Our group and people trouble with drugs and personal stuff. Everybody, yeah. everybody goes stupid, but yeah. like, if your first thought is, "Gee, what, 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 when's the band gonna get back together?" or, or, or you know, it's like, then you, and it's, yeah, you don't have a, a real, pro- yeah. can, you know, that's you have to have. I think to play music. That means so much to you guys, and and therefore translates to mean so much to people that 
love it and listen to it and connect with it. They wouldn't be able to do that if you guys didn't have your own the connection yeah. that you have. And people I think feel so. that. Yeah. And they can, I I do. I mean like the Eagles, well, we don't talk to each other and we get up and play and that separate dressing room shit and all that Pink Floyd kind of stuff. I I don't want to get up on stage and play with people that Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I can't do it. It's not. It's not worth it. It's like I don't, you know. I'm a. I want to connect. I want to connect, engage and connect with the people that I'm playing. And I love these guys that I play with. Yeah. And we're lucky to be in a situation yeah. where we've been in group, a group with the same people, the ups and the downs and this and that. And I know he's weird. And I know this guy. Yeah. The, you know, and sometimes, and I know, and I'm in it, you know, but... But you can still love each other. Exactly. At the end of the day, yeah. and that love comes through. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have that. Yeah. Like, I even saw it with Chickenfoot. When, when, I, I don't know how well you guys really knew each other. But we enjoy... We, but yeah. when I was in the dressing room with with you guys, mm. we all jammed together. Right. We had a... Uh, <laughs> I forgot. We had so much fun. Real thing. Uh, Thunderclap Newman we were playing oh really yeah I remember that but er, like everybody was involved in it it was a real fun yeah, thing fun. and connected and and then it shows on stage and you know and people, and people pick up on that for they sure really, they, they do they really do especially when you come from you know diverse backgrounds where everybody's a star in their own you know well that that was that we got together for because we were friends. Except yeah. for Joe, I didn't know Joe. I yeah. knew Mike and I knew Sam, and so that started from jamming in his club down in Cabo. Yeah, you know? and so that that was you know it wasn't like you know let's put this guy with that guy. Right, it right, was, right. You know, it was not. It was just we were friends and had fun playing. Yeah, and we kind of liked the same kind of music, you know, or. or that we had a jumping off point together, yeah. you know, and that was it. It was just a fun thing to do, and it stayed that way, which is nice. Yeah. And we got Joe, and Joe was Joe was, was in the same way. He was just like, oh, I want to play in a band, and, you know. Like, wow, this is great. I love Deep Purple and 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 Led Zeppelin, or what? You know, yeah. we all grew up on that, right? Right. Let's let's like do our own thing. So that shows, and, and but I also yep. think what's important, and I don't know how this with you guys, but for us, we have this. Like I come from a more rock background, like uh, probably like the the English, you know, the Led Zeppelins right. and the Sabbaths and the Purples, like the, that era. That, I yeah. love that. I started playing when I was really young, like seven, and my older brother would listen to all. He's an English blues, hard rock junkie, guy, right. so I listened to all those things. Well, but Flea is not. He comes. He's a trumpet player. He uses jazz. His house was filled with jazz. His, mm. his stepdad was a jazz musician. His trumpet was his first uh, instrument. Trying to pick up the bass. Not till he was uh, maybe out of high school. Still in high school. So later, like you know, yeah. 18 years old, didn't know Led Zeppelin. I mean, knew heard of him. But right, but right. He was busy with you know yeah. Dizzy Gillespie and you know Burnett Coleman and stuff. Anthony comes from like like kind of a rap. Comes, he likes everything. Yeah. He's kind of all over the place. And then John, our guitar player at the time, came from a real punk rock aesthetic, but also loved Frank Zappa. And like, so I think if yeah. everybody likes the Shouldn't same thing, playing. though. Yeah. 
it's going to be very one-dimensional. You know, like with all the, yeah. you have to come from different, you have to like different things. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Certainly musically. And and I appreciate all of those kinds of music, but like, I got my thing, he's got his, and you got your own personality. And then you put it together. And you put it together, and there you go. And that's why you guys are Sound like us. completely unique I think from so. any other band. Yeah. Yeah. In the history of rock music, in fact. Well... No, for for those reasons, I, I think I think it's I think it's a big part of it. I really yeah. do. I mean, we're 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 honest about what we do, and, yep. and just and and I'm saying this in an analogy. I think with you guys as well is that we have a similar thing. Is we're we're unique, and it's hard to be have you really your own sound. If I hear something come out, da, na, 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 okay, that's rush. If I hear police, if I hear. Um, you know, there's certain groups, and when a Red Hot Chili Peppers song comes on, you go, "Okay, I, I know who that. Mm -hmm. I know who that is." Mm -hmm. And and whether it's the vocals or the singing or the sound, but that's not the norm these days. No, you know. And I think I agree with you. It's it, and, and I want to like, why? Yeah, why is it? Why is that? How did like, it get so what's homogenized? Happened? What's happened? Where's the is it because the uniqueness of of the recording is no longer. Do you, do you want oh no, thanks. I'm good. Is it because recording no longer requires a recording studio where you're focused and you work with an engineer and blah 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 blah? Right. Now Everybody you actually can play together. Now you, you can oh, on GarageBand you can make a, a, a good sounding record. So if you spend the money on some a Pro Tools rig or Logic or something like you know what I'm saying, yeah. that any kind of mediocre musician or band can make music now and release it yeah. and find put it on iTunes and so there's a glut of mediocre stuff. There's still some great music. Right. You have to look for it. I look for it. But there's something in, even in the sound oh, of music now that I think hmm. partly without. Sound like an old fart, which I am. I don't want to sound like one. <laughs> it, I noticed that it's like everything's kind of made for it's super compressed and make it mastered as loud as you can, and and it comes out of these little Earbuds. speakers. Yeah. So like, when you're talking about like studio quality and stuff, and why you know, that's one thing. Just the general sonic sound, like is is less pleasing. Maybe it don't take as much. I can't believe that people wouldn't take as much time and and want that to be a big part of your you know creative process. But I also think that you know the other thing too with Pro Tools and and, and stuff like that is that, that certainly in rock music, I'm talking about the rock bands that I hear. I don't. I miss the um, the sound of, of a real performance. Yeah. Like play the song from the beginning to the yeah. end. Like in the yeah. old days, you yeah. had to like. Well, you can you know. I use. I really like that the turnaround of that verse. And and, and there's good ways to do it. And there's other yeah. ways. But it seems. Yeah. Just a few times, and with other people that I've worked with as well, it's really easy because of Pro Tools. To cut and paste, cut and paste, yeah. and you lose the excitement of a performance that happened in the beginning. It's yeah. change in dynamics, yeah, and it kind of speeds up and then slows yeah. down in the verse a little bit, and then it's excited, and and then 
there's things I do at the end of the song that I don't right. do in the beginning. There's yeah. a reason why. Yeah. And if you cut and paste it, oh, I did that the first time. I did that the second time. Yeah, but it was really good and exciting. Yeah. Yeah, but so there's people that think like that now too. Yeah. I, think, I don't know. That's a really good. Yeah. Right. That, when we're when we're recording and and we when we write we do that custom cut and paste a lot of times because mm-hmm. it's economical exactly and then okay. then you you, you go back and you get the real drums on and then you do you you know you play the demo from the beginning to end and that's where the the second chorus is a little different and right. you start injecting those nuances right and you never really get away from that you know you understand that's always been the fun part of songwriting is you know that it's going to be a subtle build all the way through every part's going to be a little bit different because you want it to be a little bit different from yeah. the other part make it exciting you want it for to the be listener. a true performance yeah that's really the, the excitement of, and that's what affects people that's yeah, how they get excited exactly. i'm not exactly sure why but <laughs> maybe because you got the beds in and you've got two thousand songs on your iphone and and you're walking down the street I heard it nothing doesn't matter. I don't even listen to the whole song anymore. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And right? It's, and, and it's not the title of the song. Oh, I love Number track six. three on, on your new album. And six is awesome. What's the one after six? I don't fucking know. <laughs> you I know, had a girl. The thing I in it. had a girl. It starts out. Then it stops. I had this girl the other day. I swear <laughs> to God, she came up. Young girl. Starbucks. Oh, you're in the Chili Peppers. Yeah. Oh, thank. I really love your band. Oh, thank you. What's? <laughs> yeah, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> really? All right. Amy's song on Blood Sugar Say. No, she goes. I just love that one song, um, number two. <laughs> I swear to God, no, number two on. Hey, but the last record and the one before, or number two. Mean the song number two. We don't have any songs called number two. I said that to her. She got kind of red. She goes, I mean, it's number two on the CD. It's really good. She tried to sing a little bit. You know, but yeah, this sounds like number two. Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, Albert, just a couple of farts. I know. Dot of music know. Engine, passing there, us by. Sitting in front of the barber shop. <laughs> Spinning. Remember the good old oh, days God. when people actually played all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. But oh well. You know what? The good thing is, people will still come out and see people play. And God bless them. We get to go out and play our hearts out, and we get to, which is we what we to. want to do. And yeah. and more and more and more people want to see that and want to experience it and be a, a part of it yeah. I think that's for for us that's a lot of the appeal you know we've always cared about the live performance and always tried to be the best that we could didn't always succeed at it but always tried to be the best that we could and and even at this late stage in our lives and I, I don't know how how you feel about that as as you get older and more mature and you're playing there's a, a comfort and a confidence and a, a kind of a relaxed uh, component to your your performance, mm. and it's really nice to reach that. Maybe it's the additional hours above the ten thousand hours that, mm. that make that difference. But mm-hmm. I feel like we're playing better than than we've ever played. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but mm. 
I feel like like we are. We're more aware of it. Uh, I don't see how that not, other than the physicality of it. Yeah. And maybe the, I don't know for for our group, our, the music is changed and like the urgency of our initial when we used to play everything was hard and fast but that's who we were then and that's fun but I think that there's nothing that can replace experience Mm -hmm. and the more that life experiences you have and that goes into playing your music the person that you are that's going to come out honestly represent yourself yeah. right yeah and and how can that not be more enriching to, to being an artist and how yeah. can that not translate out yeah. through your music oh you know write those why don't you play songs like write songs like blah 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 record well you know we did those and you yeah. can go listen to them i'm sure you get the yeah. same thing yep. tell me yep. don't do that one like that anymore and it's like because i'm not 26 or i'm not 32 this is who we are now yeah. and this is what we do now and and this is we love it and we're totally into it and you know um. you know I think it's less to do with with you or you as a, as a musician them relating as to them that, at to that, that moment when I they do remember it too, they though. got laid that summer and yeah we all do we, we all, all connect do. to some music at some point in Which our lives it's a great thing lives. about art and music yeah it's a beautiful thing but they do well, they get stuck and I'll look at the guy and he's wearing the same clothes he probably was wearing and high school and I look yeah. really cool and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And sure like, but you're 37 now yeah you're twice as old as you were then and it's, okay. it's a different world and I'm not here to judge anybody exactly but that that thing about I really the experiences you know good and bad everything that life throws you away yeah. comes out and and I think that that's you know, I think that's. I want to hear. I want. I go. I love going to see bands when guys have been together. I love to go see Aerosmith. You know, I like. I, when I was younger, I really liked this. Yeah, Maybe not so much. But they've been playing together like you guys for yeah. forty years, and like they got a thing. Whether yeah, you like it or not. Yeah, they got a thing. Yeah, and I go and I check it out, and I'm like. Okay, you know, whatever. You know, they they're doing their thing, and like I love seeing bands or musicians that have been playing together for a long time mm-hmm. have a real something to it you know yeah. I, I, an I, identity I, you know and you guys I mean it's a perfect perfect example of that. there's, there's yeah. how, you know how is it when you play with other do you enjoy playing with you enjoy doing other you do other things you do other yeah. records and stuff right yeah. mm-hmm <clears throat> I know it's completely different. It's completely different. It's it's an exercise in um, your skill as as a player mm-hmm. and as an arranger and a songwriter. When I play on somebody else's music or a record, I feel so much freer than when it's our own mm-hmm. stuff for some reason. I mean, no pressure. Of- yeah, there's no pressure, I guess, mm-hmm. because you're you're here interpreting someone else's interpretation and it's you don't really have to it's not your identity it's it's kind of funny and you can you you can afford to experiment and try different things i always provide uh, 
alternates to whatever I do. You know, here's one idea. Yeah. And if you don't like this one, more <laughs> different takes. And you know, I, I like this one too. And yeah. you know, whatever you you like and, and where it's going. And that's a, a fun thing to do. I love doing that. I would play on stuff all the time if people would ask me or or if the opportunities. Do you think because you're in this group? Or they think like, oh, he's... He probably won't want to do this. He's busy, yeah. he's doing his thing. He's, yeah. 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 Well, I get that too, right? Yeah. Going, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, he's, there's no way he's going to play on our records. <laughs> and I'll be like, I love, I love to. <laughs> yeah. I love to. Well, I, I, I have to give you so much credit because you do a lot of other things. And it's not just going to a studio and playing on someone's record on a song or two. It's like going on the road. and yeah. that's That's a big, big commitment. The chicken foot thing was that's kind of the, the the one that only mainly because we did have downtime with the, with with with, the with your other but with all of your other projects yeah, exactly so that was really the only thing that, that yeah. why I could like yeah go and, and you know and you all come from such a strong background that you know the logistics are taken care of and yeah we so you've yeah. got people that are doing the th- yeah. that know how to do the thing yeah everybody yeah everyone was a yeah. And done it yeah. lots of times. More yeah. so, even more. It was just, you know, it was, it was just really, like I say, it was a fun thing. And yeah. It stayed fun. But you know what? Now, um, you know, how do you juggle? Because you've been touring forever. And, and, and how, do you, how, how do you find a balance with your family life? And the touring schedule, or just working in general. Yeah. Uh, Did you? I think because something you, I need. Well, you know, my <laughs> with uh, with my wife and me, this is the life that we've known. You know, for a long forever. Time. That's right. For the last, well, I, uh, probably forty-two years, even though we've known each other longer. But this is the life that Did we've you known. Really and I've been like, away. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we were playing, we were playing clubs, bars—not even clubs. There were bars in northern Ontario for a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there, and so I'd be gone for months at a time and come back. And um, so, our our life is is structured on me being away a lot, and uh, and her looking after the fort, raising our kids, and being a chauffeur and a cook and a housekeeper and a mom and a dad and and all of those roles. Um, but it's been an unspoken thing with us, you know. I I work, I do my thing, and yeah. I've you know been successful, mm-hmm. so we have a good lifestyle. Like we can afford to look after, you know, family members that are a little less fortunate, and um, and have this good balanced life. And and uh, now that our kids are grown up and and gone, it's it's different the way we structure. Our lives together. We enjoy our time together, but we also need our time apart, and we both need it. So it's not like and she's like, you know, she why aren't you? Yeah. yeah, it's well, not. She has. She's and got a very to, functional, and you're busy used, life. And you're used to it. I'm used to it. She is she's too. She's used to it. So you're both used to it. So and I think that even if I, I work less in the future, we'll find. Um, the, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll always have this. You know, I'm gonna go away for a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, or you? Why don't you go with the girls and 
you know, go down to, to Florida or whatever right. it is, right. uh, without any kind of weirdness or fear or, you don't want to be around or yeah, yeah, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're sixty yeah. or almost sixty, so it's it's uh, those days are over of all that kind of crap. <laughs> I will say though, now that I have uh, grandkids. I find it really difficult being away from them. Mm. I, even when I'm home, I don't like to be away from them for more than four or five days. We wow. we see them every weekend. Okay. We've uh, because my eldest grandson's into basketball. His practice is at seven okay. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Should I bring uh, dessert menus? Not so for me, thank you. Good, thank you. So. Uh, what we were doing was they'd alternate weekends or alternate the, the weeks where he would come and stay with us the night before and I would take him in the morning so that that their dad didn't have to take him to both to school and sit yeah, with yeah, the yeah, younger yeah. one yeah. until 8.30, like for an yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we get to see them uh, alternating once during the week, both on the weekends. We, we take them every weekend. Uh, this winter, March break, we take them up to Florida, you know. Um, so we're, we do all these things and we're very close to those kids. Mm. And it's, uh, for me, I feel almost like it's a, a second opportunity to go through being a parent again. Mm. Even though being a grandparent is really quite different from, from being a parent. Mm -hmm. It's really all about loving and nurturing and, and giving them a very secure place that they can go to. It's important as a parent to provide good guidance and discipline and all of those things that I don't think a grandparent needs to do. It's a, it's a little too much and over the top. Yeah, yeah. I like to feel like the, when the grandkids are with us, they're free to kind of kick back, Fun time. hit the couch, do whatever they want. So long as it's... I want to be, be your grandson. That sounds good. <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> No, you probably <laughs> no, 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 no. But but that sounds pretty good, Alex. Yeah, I, I love you. It. And you enjoy, you know. I don't know what yet, but I'm, I'm hoping. But um, well, you still have. I got young. Cole's I get, young still. You, you know what? Cole's eight. Beckett is four. Yeah. And we and and we have a, a seven month old baby. Did you know that? I didn't know that. My <laughs> gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. Dashel. Well, so you're going through. Well, oh. it's even more difficult, I think. <laughs> but you yeah. know, D Taylor's nine and Dylan's five, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, okay. we're very close. Very close with your to guys. Age. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and awesome. I don't know what it's like for you as a parent to have ki young kids now this yeah, time yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, be because again, like like playing music, you're a little, you're more mature. Yeah. And, Maybe you're not as energetic as you were when you were younger, but there's a different aspect of how you deal with kids and and how you are as a parent. Much more relaxed, and yeah. you don't. Uh, I, I, you know, having having fifteen years ago would have been like you know I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's a hard job. Yeah, very you know, well known, and and. I, I ask, you know, how you handle that because it, that's a, a difficult finding the right balance for me without being like, I have to figure out like I'm being selfish because I want to like do these music things and, and 
and you know shit all my time away from the band which is really like the, my main thing you know that's the thing yeah. that provides um, and, and, and Nancy completely understands that but I get the feeling that like you know if it's not the chili peppers you need to be home with me and like raising the kids and, yeah. and I understand that and it's a lot of work especially with the new baby yeah before we kind of divide and conquer yeah, yeah. the third one yeah it's a lot so I'm I'm, ha I'm I'm trying to like figure out what the right the right balance yeah. you know yep which is the right thing to do and and, and um, you know the last thing I want to be is like resentful or yeah towards them or towards my wife yeah I can't oh this guy asked me to do this thing it'd be really great oh but mm, you know that kind of so we, yeah we, we gotta we gotta I'll figure it out it's a it's a tough it it's is. a tough thing to do.